those safe spaces. I think the thing is balls and the, the ball culture has expanded. We have, it's gone from being just a place one day or so during the week where everybody in our community anyway could feel safe. Cause we're talking about a, um, we're talking about a double subjugated group here. We're talking about LGBTQIA, black and brown. You know, so you're racially subjugated and you're sexually subjugated. It makes it kind of a bit easier to find your tribe. That is the plus side of it all. It does make it easier to find your tribe because you're weird. I'm weird. They both calling us faggots. They call both of us faggots. Okay. (laughs) So that means we need to be friends. Period. Long story short, you know. Another other struggle. Now they're calling us faggots here. When we leave and go to the other mall, they're calling us fucking niggers. So where do we go? You know, that's how you developed. That's how we developed those spaces for shit like that. Mm-hmm. You start to see what we all like. What we all okay? Fashion, dancing, drama. Boom! You get a ball. That's really how it, on the most simplistic, humanistic way, that's how it evolved, I think. But we've taken those spaces and expanded them and turned our regular daily lives into them. And that is, um, that is the thing that is causing, that's a part of what's causing a lot of dissonance because like the pronouns and shit, for instance, Mm -hmm. to us, it is second nature. It is. We don't, it's not complicated to us you know our culture is built around the fact that yeah he's a he she don't like to be called she don't call her she Mm -mm, don't do that don't call him she but he's okay with you calling him she she's okay with you calling him calling her him you know those intricacies are cultural for us and it's it's being sprung upon (laughs) the rest of everybody else and y'all looking like oh my god it's just so much and to us we're like "Mm, it's not the heart it's mm-hmm. not that difficult. A woman that presents herself masculinely might want to be called he. That really shouldn't bother you much and vice versa. You know, or at least might be okay with it. You, you know. know. And, I, and I love, because that's, I know for a fact, that's where the breakdown happens honestly between let's just say, I'm going to say the heteros and the non-heteros. I don't even know. That's a horrible way because I hate saying the cisgender because it's like we lose people constantly saying cisgender because then they're like, why the fuck are we cisgender? Like, okay, here we go. Right, so let's say the... Uh, so I can be in a box, but you can't. And this, and this it's the back and forth and it's confusing because it's the words. Mm-hmm. English is stupid as it is already. Yeah, in itself. In itself, but like we try to like... Huh, that's a whole other topic, but like we're trying to we're meeting we are a meeting in the middle we are now in 2022 at the point where we're kind of we under, we have a we're at a place where we want to be in the middle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we're having a breakdown fully because way i'm starting to understand it now with the um with the community with your community versus my community mm-hmm. it's just the way of expressing it that's being lost because your community is really about more of the expression itself but mm-hmm. however my community is the same however we've with us liking, let's make it simple. Simple it is communication style. It is because we like the binary because it simplifies it. The parts of him being a man I love mm-hmm. is me being able to say, hey, we're men. Me saying that in a group of men, we're going to stop feeling and we're going to try to look at it logically mm-hmm. no, because that's one of the perk binary moments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The saber on it that I hate that, you, that your community also hates, though, mm-hmm. is the fact that that can be used on us to turn our feelings off. Mm-hmm. 
And that's where we're getting lost. And that's where the breakdown happens. Because my community, we want, we want to be able to do both. I want to be able to walk in the room like, hey, we being too emotional. Can we be logical? Mm-hmm. And that not push all the men into a box where they don't feel like they can feel, you know, that where I don't invalidate their feelings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but again, me being on my, being in my community, we mm-hmm. just, we, we, we are knuckleheaded. We have low emotional IQs because that's what the stereotype we're supposed to have. Uh-huh. Opposed to your community, y'all are supposed to have high emotional IQs. Mm-hmm. So we're having a breakdown because anybody listen to any episode you've heard you'll hear me get randomly passionate because I get triggered I don't get triggered but I get excited Mm -hmm. but you'll hear me argue somebody down about what they said Mm -hmm. and it's always your community that I butt heads with because when people argue emotions as facts it triggers something in my brain like no that's not what you're trying to say Mm -hmm. say what you're trying to fucking say Mm -hmm. because what you're telling me say what you feel right because you say what you feel but don't say it's a fact Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because going straight for the killer statement there is a butt play yeah. But play across the world, everybody's like, why does it go there? Because I was going to, to the R word from there. Yes, because it is literally connected. Anybody in your community or mine who refuses to see that talking to straight men about butt play won't instantly bring up the R word, you're being naive. That's just, is it really? I mean, yeah, because they're going to reference jail culture. Because when I turned, when I first hit puberty, when it was noticed, so like what, 11, 12, was when I first started getting threats about as soon as I mess up, if I break the law, I'm gonna get my butt took. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing we're told the longest. Then like, my, some people do have um, a lot of um, your community in their community, so they get used to seeing, okay, mm-hmm. guy on guy sex isn't just violence. Mm-hmm. I ain't grew up, the great people I grew up in were church gays, I mean, so they were, they people, were undercover. People weaponized gayness. Yeah. And that's really what it is, and that is again a byproduct of your people, because this is proverbial you. So I'm going to be saying you. Yeah, it's your, you yeah. say you to me. Your people and uh, people, people um, live because they this is the proverbial that. you. Yeah, <laughs> that that's the purpose that's of it all. You know, to not take it personally, but to understand that if you are a part of the group that you know I'm fucking talking about mm-hmm. there's no reason for you to personally get mad Period. you can get triggered and you can get passionate but favorites. there's no reason for you to be angry you are a part of the group I'm talking about so yeah you're supposed to feel something I did say some shit that you don't like Just that's the fuck you know <laughs> do what you gotta do say what you gotta say but there's no reason to be mad on a personal level mm-hmm. and with that being said um, I, they weaponized gayness because I mean but they still do though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of times in that in that moment like you were talking about when you walk into a room full of men and you're like hey we're men we need to dot 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 what is the alternative exactly we're men we need to and if you don't you are mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. know what is the first thing that a woman says if she wants to do something sexually and you don't all of a sudden you become gay mm-hmm. or there's some reason why you don't want to participate in sexual activity or you're not behaving mm-hmm. like the rest of the boys mm-hmm. it gets weaponized every time you know yeah. and that doesn't come from those are the microaggressions and microvalidation yeah validation that we literally fight against so when you see us being uh extra and loud and dramatic and shit like that it's because those microaggressions that shit grows over the it years does. it does you know that, that those things you remember those things and you don't really realize how much they permeate people's expectations of you how much they permeate your relationships with people um 
until you're somebody that's on the outside of it or somebody that's challenging it. If it's the status quo, you don't think about the fact that your mother raised you as her son to always be the one to take out the trash, mm-hmm. even though you're six years younger than your oldest sister. Right. You know, she, that's the way, that's what men do. Mm-hmm. That's what, mm-hmm. meanwhile, I don't take out no trash. <laughs> and I certainly don't take it out at night. Period. Because it's dangerous for all of us. It's not just yeah. dangerous for women. Yeah. Bullets don't have fucking eyes and I live in the ghetto. They kill you the same way. If you get hit in the chest with titties or get hit in the chest with pigs. Well, that, that bullet is going through that flesh, period, Seriously. point blank. So you, but to a certain degree, I do get it. Like, mm-hmm. And I said this before on the show. I do get, you know, we are physically men. And a lot of us are in, anyway in this mm-hmm. community. We are physically men. And that means that the testosterone gives me the ability to do more physically than a woman. That does not include pumping your gas. Nah. Taking out your motherfucking trash. Nah. Bitch, putting down a jacket so you can step over a puddle that you could have walked around. Nah. All of that shit is made up baloney bullshit. We- All of it. All of that is the things that we need to face without it being pushback culture. Because mm-hmm. all of that shit is... The, if we desexual... Because my arguments are constantly. Mm-hmm. If we desexualize women from my community, if we desexualize women is when all that shit goes out the door. Mm-hmm. Not to say, and I've explained this before, it's not to say that we only do those things because of sex. But we do those things for, to be able to... Um, better add to the image that we want but to be clear everything that most straight men do is for sex it's true yes you know how many niggas wouldn't wash their balls if they didn't have to oh yeah i'm only one of them i would be a filthy hoe i would be a hippie for real yeah. y'all just see me yeah. out here i heard somebody else say that today he was like i would like jump in the water in the pool and shit like jump in the river but I wouldn't be out here washing myself. (laughs) (laughs) Let me not let me not cap because I I would be clean, but like I would be so scruffy. Mm -hmm. I would be like I because I don't give a fuck about my parents now. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm a sweaty ass man, so I always got deodorant. I always got hella bottles of oil, mm-hmm. hella. I wouldn't do none of that shit if I never if sex was never on the table. Oh no! If I never had to worry about being that close to another person, if I never had to worry about anybody fantasizing about me, mm-hmm. if I didn't, no, no, yeah, a lot of my manners would be a lot. I would be way more direct. Yeah, about a lot of shit. I think to take it back to a point that you made before about um you were saying how because you've said two things actually on this subject you're saying how you know you love to be a man for these reasons Mm -hmm. but uh, you've also said that the things that we don't like about manhood men also don't like Mm -hmm. I think we're coming up on a time in history where binary individuals are realizing that binary does not work y'all don't even want to hold on to the shit that you're being forced to by the other sex. At all. Nobody wants to be expected to do something off of something as trivial as gender. Gender is so fluid just like everything else because everybody's so fucking different. Well, There's no way that it's Let's not. pause it there. Let's rephrase it right there because every time we make that statement it, change, it, it needs to change per situation. Mm-hmm. Gender being fluid for this particular, for the, for the way we are referencing it is not. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about the basic binary. So when we're talking about, we're talking gender, about gender or sex. 
Right. That's what it right. But even sex. I, is that's good. what I'm saying. So like because when we're talking for this for this particular sake of it, because we're talking about the receiver, because it will be receivers and wielders, honestly. Because you have someone who's gonna be the masculine role or the feminine role. I'm doing hard quotation people <laughs> listening. But because of the sake, we're talking about the one, the masculine one's supposed to do the trash, the blah, the blah. The feminine one's supposed to do all the kids and the cooking and blah. And we're, if we were to break that down the middle, it wouldn't, it's not necessarily a fluid thing, you know, because like none of the things that we just listed is attached to that. That's what I was like, it's. Mm, they are. Because we're talking like child raising in 2022. There is a shitload of women who hate kids but want to have kids. Mm-hmm. There's a shitload of women who definitely want a big family, but they cannot be housewives for one moment. Mm-hmm. They're only there long enough for that baby to not be on the titty, and then it's like, all right, I'm back to work. Mm-hmm. As I was say, it's not necessarily solely attached to taking out the trash thing. There's a lot of couples I've seen. The man, the, this what I'm not gonna say their names. Y'all know who y'all, are, and I love y'all because that woman is like she's six four. He's four. Six or something? Like, it's a, I know they got some oh, kinky he, shit going on. He getting a check. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. You get a check being that short. <laughs> you can climb her big ass, and I've seen it. He, she, he didn't get plenty of piggyback rats. But she does most of the big shit. Like, she kills the spiders. She takes out the trash. She's a fucking mechanic or something. Like, she does something handy as fuck. She does mm-hmm. the, the quote-unquote masculine role. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's why I say these, the, gen, the gender roles are not fluid state. Well, I guess the role, roles, gender roles are fluid. Mm-hmm. But as far as the genders, for the sake of this particular topic, it's not—it's not a fluid thing. We really just need to—I feel like we need to X that statement out. Like, but I—I I, I think that's oh, what the issue is. Gender is always fluid. Let's just let's stop talking about it like it's let the same way we need to stop talking about Black History Month. Like Black History Month gets sold to just February because it's. And we only think about black stuff because we only teach it in February because it's Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Let's take away Black History Month and make it so we just teach black history with American history. Because black history is American history. Mm-hmm. The same way with the gender roles. We don't need to keep saying gender is fluid. Let's pull that out. Wait because, until motherfuckers get the point. Because we're not saying the point is on my community side. Because we're like, gender is not fluid. Because once we get to talking, we are hearing the base breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Because, again, in my, because, again, my mate... If I line up five or six straight guys, we'll be five or six different ranges of men. Because mm-hmm. I just did an interview with a young man. I straight up, he was like, oh, I was in high school. Everybody thought I was gay. I don't know why. They probably, because I was saying, I'm like, no, they thought you was gay because you expressed your feelings. We spent time on the episode talking about how he has no issue expressing his feelings. Mm-hmm. He has no issue crying in public or in any situation. I'm like, that's why I thought you were gay. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make him less, in my book, that doesn't make him less of a man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, let's stop saying the gender fluid thing. And let's start saying, hey, that's not a girl. That action is not, is not specific to anything. Mm-hmm. That's a human action. That's what I was going to say. Let's change up the wording. Let's just make it any more direct. No, I'm me, me crying. I'm not acting like a girl. I'm acting like a fucking human. My feelings are hurt. Right. Sad right now. <laughs> the fuck? What do you do when you're sad? Are you one of those psycho men who go killing people? You know, that's what we need to like, that's what I'm yes. saying. That's what I say, like, the words are where we're getting lost. I always bring up the pronoun statement. Mm-hmm. And I apologize to anybody I've offended with it, but I know it's hard to hear someone genuinely asking a question when we have so many people with microaggressions. And oppressors. I'm not even gonna say my girls. We have so many oppressors hiding insults as the hiding insults <laughs> as yeah. Like like so I get it. And I'm loud, I'm a big ass black dude. Me asking questions about folks, you know, you don't fucking know me. Is who this straight man being those I get it. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the privilege I have is I think a lot before I speak. 
So when I say I will always say your name first, the same amount of effort it would take me to think to make sure I don't call you ma'am, sir, or something is the same amount of effort it would take for me to just think to call you your name. Mm-hmm. It's the same amount of effort it would take for me to call you they or them too. Like it wouldn't be much more difference, but I know for a fact I won't fuck up saying your name. So me it's like, and I know it's hard for me to get up across, and I'm trying, this is me trying not to be rude, because I literally call everybody sir or ma'am. Mm-hmm. My daughter's been ma'am forever. Since she couldn't look. She came right out, hey ma'am. <laughs> so like what makes you think you got? Like everybody's a ma'am. My co-host here, he's hood ma'am. I kind of definitely hood ma'am today. Period. That's it. That's my deal with it. That's about to be your name on my phone. But you know, I'm very um <laughs> here's the word again, fluid in that way. <laughs> I don't mind he nor she, him nor her. Context matters, relationship matters, absolutely. Intent for my community. Intent, absolutely, but the statements themselves don't make me a difference either way. And I, and I hope to get to a point for both communities where we understand that fully. Because mm-hmm. I get on my community side, my community listening. If you the toxic fuck, I'm not talking about you. I'm not defending you. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. If you if you the people that's borderline toxic, I'm kind of defending you because you might not. You're trying to not be toxic, but you don't. You're too hard. You're hardened by the world, so you only know how to be rough. Yes, hardened by the world. But I, I, and I accept that, so I'm kind of defending you, but get your shit together. But I'm, barely. <laughs> barely. But the rest of y'all is who I'm defending because like we want to know, we want to be friends, but we don't, and we want to be able to crack jokes the same way. Mm-hmm. Like I've been, so, oh, I got looked at so crazy at work. I'm a bartender as the as of the date of the recording of this episode. Probably not by the time I um, release this motherfucker because that shit is. I'm fucking anyway. crying. <laughs> but I let the bar talking. I'm like, oh, and I cracked the joke simply because me and the miss have been tracking about our daughter. I'm like, oh. Whatever man or woman, you know, we saying that we that decides to be with her and who she decides to be with, they got a hard fucking time for her. Does anybody know me in the message? We both intense. And we both both of our intensity into one little girl. Mm-hmm. So I can't believe he said somebody was like, oh, what if your daughter winds up coming to, oh, daddy, this is my girlfriend. I got the crack of the jokes. I can't wait. You mean to tell me now I can crack the, I can crack jokes I'm a crack with my son with my daughter now. But now I can get my daughter to tell me the truth because certain, I can't ask my wife about certain things, but my daughter go tell, like, hey, how she look? How this? What about this? Let me see a picture of her pussy. <laughs> right, like, you know, nah, I wouldn't do this in minor days, you know, when she's growing, when my daughter's like 25, 26. Uh-huh, because my daddy living for me now, he can get all the things. That's what I'm trying to, show me them, t- show me them, show me that. I don't even know what's going on. Show me that. Mm-hmm. But this lady turned, her and her girlfriend turned to me, and got you, to saying, and you know, Sprite Mom. They were living real kind of now. And I'm over here, mind you, I'm working, I'm over here making the shit out of these dreams, trying to navigate, trying not to say nothing stupid because they was, they came off so aggressive. What you mean now you could, why you couldn't crack those jokes before? I'm like, what you mean? So you can't crack jokes with your daughter? I'm like, I crack jokes all the time. That's not what she said. No, I said. After, mind you, I saw him over here moving, trying to. I don't even know what I, I was saying. After my daughter comes to, out to me, if finally I did, when they was trying to pay their bill, I said all this quickly. I'm like, no, I said, after she if she comes out, I could crack jokes like my son. Cause you heard more, I won't crack sexual jokes at me with female attraction jokes mm-hmm. with a girl who's not attracted to women. Mm-hmm. Is what you didn't hear. I don't know. Like I, I don't know how you missed that. <laughs> like, but that's the part my community. Bucks with because mm-hmm. I'm a bigot. I will say it. This is me. I'm a fess up. Anybody that's listening, if you want to call me on something, this is what you can call me on. I'm a bigot. When I hear lesbians call their um, spouse their significant other my king, it bothers the fuck out of me. 
How many times have you heard that? So life? much, so much, so much. So often it really bugs me. Like I hear so, and it's always. And, but the crazy thing is, the studs I hear say that. I will hear from people in your community. They're like, oh no, they just need to get it together. They like they'll be the they're like so they're the category toss away too. So they're the, but me being the this is in the com- straight community probably where everything's a war. So it's like oh so they're the, they're the enemy. They're the problem. Take them out, everybody. I'm crying. <laughs> just, you know, like take them out. They're the one. But like, what the fuck are we supposed to do in that situation? Because it's like again, let me re- let me back up. Let me back up. This is where I get sidetracked. The reason it bothers me, Queen is just as powerful a statement as King. Mm-hmm. You calling this person your king and is always followed up with a bunch of man bashing statements where you swear you don't need a man, where you will instantly describe that this stud king you have is it's doing man. is yes makes no sense. You will have a stud at one of those girls who would never takes the strap off off strap off off she never takes the strap on off is literally right i could it didn't come out they're like they're all literally you can act them in like a non-sexual setting and you will see the strap on underneath their pants mm-hmm. i keep repeating this because i'm stressing this because people say that as a joke but no that's a fucking real thing there's a lot of these studs who genuinely run around and it's like oh you the same stud if a man come in your face you're gonna try to fight me like a man but as soon as i pop you in the chin like the man you want me to treat you like you're good it's now you're a girl mm-hmm. That's bullshit. That's what the, where the, the ruffle come in with the community. Because we're straight men. Girl on girl action ain't never pause nobody. Lesbians ain't never freak no straight man out. Mm. Except unless you're me. He capping. No. Because your woman will leave you swifter for somebody she's been emotional. What shot are you sipping? Obviously, because this is tequila. And you're not going to kill me with this tequila. <laughs> we only do one shot, we should be okay. You're right, because it be killing me. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Oh, good thing I already cheated, but you take care of that's the problem. Period. Fucking around, have round two, three. She walked, let me walk in the house, this baby sleep. There's nothing like a. Who said you gotta do this now? Spice nuts. But no. Before we get sidetracked, I can't wait to be the no scout. We gotta get through a few things. We haven't really talked about no sex shit for real. Because we did. Just trying to get raunchy. Man, because the people need to understand the way we talk. Because the way we've been talking is put this in the background, listen, everything we're talking about is the shit. We're talking about a lot without talking about a lot. Because we want you all to come in and join us for the conversation so we can narrow the shit down. We're talking about this whole sexual setup. We're talking about this whole community head to head bout. And we want both sides of the community on more than just the two of us represented because we're the neurodivergents who actually have the privilege of understanding, of actually understanding what's happening. Mm-hmm. We need to rest y'all that we need to rest. We just need y'all to come in. Because we want to we want to talk about it. We want to be able to, as a human race, be happy. Mm-hmm. Sex is one of those things that is complicated, but the complicated part of sex is supposed to be the fun part. Getting to know someone is a journey. Mm-hmm. Actually having full-on chemistry sex with a person, boom. That's the whole thing. Hit different. It hit different. It do. We want, all of us want that for all of us in whatever form that exists. As long as you're not touching little kids. Mm-hmm. We all want that in whatever fucking form it happens as long as it's consensual. As long as you're not robbing anybody of their power or innocence. That's it. That's it. And that's really, and that's the bottom line for it. But we know with the sex as a weapon in general is what's, it's fucked us up. Because it's mm-hmm. 
you get do use it because on the women's side it's been too much woman suffrage. That's how I get it, and then we'll add receivers to that because with the women's suffrage is the receiver suffrage. Because now it's like oh, the, the the toxic community part of my community is like oh. That toxic DL part, I guess it's probably both of our community. Let's say the toxic DL community is <laughs> that whole nother section. Oh, that's a whole separate sect of niggas. They got another street. They don't live on our streets. And I don't mean niggas just as in black men. All you ignorant motherfuckers. Because if you DL, this is a disclaimer. Disclaimer. Whenever you hear my this voice here, in whatever format I decide to bring it in, <laughs> you will always hear me get triggered at specific arguments. DL, you, if you ask me if I think DL is right, I'm going to say no like a motherfucker because that's the basic question. We can talk about it and it gets real complicated. If you are DL because you're in one of those countries where they kill gay men still, you should be DL because your life is important. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Please stay in the closet because that's, whoa. Stay alive. Live. Because what was that? Sensei loved that show. It was um, the um, gay couple in the cluster. One of them was a sensei, one of them wasn't. They had a, a girl they brought into who loved, she was a um, sex work, kidnapped sex worker. I know I'm oversimplifying this. People, somebody listen, that wasn't it. But oversimplifying this. She was like a retired sex worker, was tired of getting fucked. So she saw, like, oh, you're actually gay? You have a man you're in love with? I just want to watch y'all do it. Period. And she became their their living girlfriend, public girlfriend. Was He was an actor and was just living it. You'll find that set up. Not saying that specific, but you will find what you want, DL person, that needs to hide. Because that girl is probably a girl that's hiding too. Yeah. So you and y'all, y'all, y'all find y'all boyfriend, girlfriend, then y'all mm-hmm. separate publicly. Mm-hmm. Switch, swap publicly. Because mm-hmm. now y'all can have all the sleepovers you want, because now y'all just two married couples kicking it. Mm-hmm. Enters the swingers. <laughs> right. <laughs> there it is. Cause, but for the folks like, but we talked the DL for the American DL, like you DL because of an image people have on you. Uh, what is it? It's Billy Porter, right? It's um, his name mm-hmm. is it Billy? Mm-hmm. The, oh, I got it wrong the first try. Uh, Billy Porter, love him. He's like the state. That's why I keep saying in 2022. All of the previous stuff aside, I get the bullshit you've been through, but in 2022, if you're scared to be gay, you need to move. Mm-hmm. Hear me, hear me. Move. Pose shoulder. Like, that's that house mother thing is a thing. You will find a community for it. You move. Because if you're scared to be out, you're going to marry a woman, have some kids. And complicate so much shit. So much shit. Because she's in love with you. Yeah. She's made a life with you. Mm-hmm. Now you don't want me. And you never wanted me. And a lot of them are bi. Right. And, and, and they, you mm-hmm. know, do. And this is a tricky one. This is tricky. It's all Because tricky. <laughs> it, it makes you... Now we're entering into another conversation where I don't want to say men. I'm gonna I'm gonna say people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say people. I'm not gonna relegate it to just one sex. And I said sex on purpose, not gender. Um, Follow it. <laughs> there's a proclivity for um, a motherfucker can love you and want to be with you and still sexually desire something else someone else now I do think that that is fallout from the expectations that cishet individuals tend to have for one another because of gender because of the idea of marriage because of the idea of partnership monogamy all of that because of how we have all mm-hmm. been uh, programmed in that way I do think that a lot of that is fallout from that but Weirdly, I do think that it's possible that somebody can be in love with one individual and want to do 
other things. I think the problem there is that person who wants to do other things and that person who doesn't and doesn't want them to, they don't have an actual and true understanding of each other's sexuality. Mm-hmm. And that is a baseline conversation in this community. One of the first things you talk about with somebody you fuck with, as you know from Grinder, yeah, is sex. What do you like? What do you do? Are you a slut? I like sluts. You know, like those are the the first things we talk about. We don't have too much of the. I'm not DL. Mm-hmm. I troll men on Grinder because from the Tumblr days, I had a I made a lot of money trolling horny men. <laughs> Did you have your penis out on Tumblr? A few times. I mean, what's her face? Had a lot of stuff up. It was like you know, I'm Twitter famous. I just followed you. I was like, hey, hey. You which did I follow you back? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Test the try and see if you like it. I'm petty sometimes. <laughs> I'm petty sometimes. So it's, it's possible. Porn you know, Twitter all the I'm time. I'm about to go look. So my porn Twitter is all my porn Twitter is about there. Because now I gotta know. See people, because I'm all for the king shit. So it's always. Yeah, no shade. I actually was going to um. Okay. Yeah, it's still right here. Because anybody, time. like, everybody listening, because sex is the big thing that we all want to talk about. What we need to de-weaponize and we need to un- de- undemonize the parts of it. Use mm-hmm. you use what you got to get what you want. We need to re... re that's, that's toxic. That's pay- Players Club days. Yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, scam these men. That's weaponizing sex. And that's weaponizing yourself. If you're a woman who said that, you have now been put in the thought category. You cannot pull yourself out of it. Until, according to other men. According to According men. to your own to gender. Men. According to women and men. Yeah. Men, men. My community. Are, we... My community is not the one who starts most of this bullshit that comes out from the receiver side of your community and from the women, from the from the um, straight women's community. You know, it's like there's that we're not the ones who start them shits. It'd be the other women who start that shit. The men, the toxic part of my community, I'm use trashy because this is why I follow that. <laughs> the because um, if you don't own it, what's the point? Um, the Toxic part of my community will use those same statements to run with because women know women. So if I hear a woman call another woman, I'm gonna believe it if I'm a simple motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But like you, wet like what you your response there saying um, other men according to men is why I said we have to stop saying the gender fluid statement because if we stop saying gender fluid, we'll stop saying well because of men, but because of women, no, because because of people, that's why this happened. Because when in, don't nobody dox me, but we have two genders. We have men and we have women. It's a very base binary, which means 50% of the population did it. The other 50% probably fucking did it too. We're all fucking doing it. We're all demonized whatever the fuck we don't understand. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, if you're doing yeah, the thing, if you are with, because guess what? Players Club is a movie about fucking strippers. Playing and scamming men, but you mean to tell me if you're a woman, Following the logic of scammers and strippers are not a thought. That's naivety. That's naivety. <laughs> that's, that's naive as fuck. You know I'm pro hoe culture. So I am too. But accept it. You that shit makes no fucking sense to me. Because you have the first one pisses us all off because she do hoe shit, a lot of hoe shit, and lie about it. Lie down about it. Like, you know, everybody, every man in this room is seeing your pussy one-on-one because you like showing it to us because you like giving them a lie about you cut it off because you had a piercing. 
this I'm telling this story verbatim. Because you had a piercing and you tried to pull it off and it caught on your zipper and it ripped off. I'm like, I know it didn't. So you were showing people. Because all of us guys have that same, it's eight of us. This is true. It was eight of us. All eight of us was in the room because we were cracking a joke about it. She walked in the room. So I'm like, uh-uh, ain't nobody seen me, this, that, and the third. Like, if I know that story and the other eight niggas in this room know that story, that means they saw you take your clothes off. Because when I asked you about that, you stripped down and showed me. Ooh. And when I reached out to touch your titty, you caught an attitude in me. But you just me You literally took all of your clothes off, sat in a chair with your feet up, literally took all of her clothes off down to the socks, mm -hmm. sat in a chair with her legs up and spread them. Spread the lips, people. Legs open, lips spread. You did this to, eight, to the eight other people. In the room with all of us who knew you did this and you lose your lying about it. That's when we get to calling you a hoe. The other one I was talking about, she'll walk in the room and be like, I'm gonna go get some dick. It's probably gonna be bad, but I just wanna know what his dick size is. You own up to the hoe, no one says shit to you about it. Same with your DL guys, as long as you're not in the country where they kill the DL people. But the same with shit, just fess up to your shit. Mm -hmm. Fess up to your shit. Who's gonna do something? Cause you're gonna find your community. Cause clearly if you are afraid as a man, my community, I say it all the time. I wish I was kind of bad. Because those guys, you mean to tell me you can get fucked and fuck at the same time? I'll never experience that joy. It's amazing. See, I'm jelly. I'm peanut butter and jelly. But if that's what you want to experience, you're depriving yourself. And if the people around you don't deprive you of that, you in the wrong community. You need new people around. You do. Because they don't want you to be happy. <laughs> they don't want you to enjoy yourself to the fullest. They don't. Because that seems, I watch all that porn. I be, my shit, I be having to check when I um, open up some shit to show the message. Like, Why is it okay? Because y'all have some, them daisy, what is it, daisy trains are amazing. I didn't see it was like a 12 man daisy train. Mm -hmm. How this work? Did y'all and they finished at the same time? Because everybody got a key and a lock. How all 12 of you motherfuckers finished at the same time? Oh yeah, that's that uh, now. <laughs> y'all time to nut up? Somebody lying. Somebody was just in there. Somebody somebody finished. Somebody ain't nut. Somebody didn't, somebody I know somebody didn't, and somebody went too early and they were just happy to be there. They was like number four or seven. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was just well. But you know what? <laughs> mm. I've never been in a daisy train. Um, not totally against it. I just haven't. And the thing is, what I can say from having, I've had threesomes. So what I can say is there's something very chemical about, because men, uh, you're right. Okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> there is a, um, an excitement about sex that if your partner starts moaning and really feeling it, it turns you up. If your partner's about to come, you can come. Yeah. You can choose to. You time it out right, yeah. <laughs> you, you can make that shit happen. You you see the warning signs. You know when it's coming. You know when they start breathing a little harder. The heart is pumping faster because we're flesh on flesh right now. You know the things that are being said and the way that it's being thrown back. It's about to squirt. Shit's happening. You it's know it's happening. When it's 12 of y'all, yeah, that takes a little communication. It takes a lot of communication. That's but in the times that I've had threesomes, we can all come at once, and it doesn't have to be a planned thing. We don't really have to talk about it. It's very chemical. It's instinctual. Facts. Because I know when you're about to nut, because I know when I'm about to nut, and the fact that you're about to nut is really turning me on, because Period. you're about to nut because of me. <laughs> 
You're looking up because it's my motherfucking pussy. Period. Oh yeah, I am lit right now. I, matter of fact, I'm about to come to. <laughs> at the thought of it, at the thought of you giving me that spunk, let's call it that. It gets me going, you know. So with with men, there's an excitement about sex that. And I've known this for a long time about men from conversations that I've had with men that are considered my brothers. A nigga can control when he nuts, when he comes. You know, if you're not immature, if you're not inexperienced, the inexperienced and the immature work on it. We'll, it, it it'll happen for you. We'll give you. I'll actually. We'll actually talk about it in another one. When we actually yeah. do the deep dive. Because I'm not terribly well versed in that. I don't have to worry about that mm-hmm. because I'm on the receiving end. I can come five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve times. <laughs> I'm having a totally different set of orgasms than somebody that's ejaculating. Okay. That's true. I got different shit going on. So I've never really, really had to practice holding it, yeah. But I do get it. I don't understand the science of it particularly, but I do I you know, I understand it more than the average woman would. And an oversimplification, knowing your rhythm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> an oversimplification for those listening for, for, for a little taste teaser for you to come back. Yeah, it's just sensation for me. Like when you know shit start tingling, mm, you might want to slow down and do something else with your body. <laughs> that's that's all I know. See, that's as far to, as I know. This is why we need to unweaponize it. Like majority of like of this of the cisgender heterosexual women have horrible sex stories, and it's in the in the in the um, arena of how sex is weaponized and how they're taught early to weaponize and they don't realize it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, he likes you. You do this. You I, gotta fuck him. I'm a firm believer in telling him not to and I've said that for the longest and I'm, I'm a whore, I am a hornball. So I'm with me together, yeah, we fucking. But I'm also the type where it's like, if we not, I'm gonna instantly cut that off because like, we don't need to be kicking it like this. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm a firm believer in that no date shit. Like, if we not fucking, I shouldn't be spending money on you. Unless we, what like, a dick. No, it's the like it's mermaid manatee theory. There is a mermaid manatee. You have mermaids. You have manatees. If you're in the mermaid, means that I want to fuck you. Not to say I'm guaranteed to want to fuck you, but you're fuckable. If you're in the manatee category, you're off limits. You got the parts for me to fuck because pirates was fucking manatees because they have women. They have human shaped vaginas. They're mammals. And it's pop- warm and fat. Blubber and shit. It's insulated. <laughs> use that's probably the first pocket pussy if we actually want to call it what it is. If you really want to get into it. They definitely ate that manatee. You're not going to eat the pussy. You're going to fuck it. I'm going on this boat for how long is that but men? And when we come across somebody, the cat, they get them first. Somebody had an oral fixation. They really liked to eat pussy, and that was the only pussy, and they ate that manatee pussy. Probably. It happened a couple times in history. Probably. Not going to deny it at least, but. What if a punishment for pirates was like sticking somebody's head in a man- in a dead manatee pussy? Or a live one. I don't know. Make them be in a live one so they can move around and wiggle? Mm-hmm. And then throw them back in the ocean. That's dark. Uh, That's how I like shit. I brought up the mermaid manatee. Dark. Because. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, and we, let's talk for the... For, Talking teenage dating up through the early 20s type dating that when we're still learning ourselves. That dating, if you're a mermaid to me and I'm spending money on you, it's not to say there's a guaranteed give and take scenario that's happening, but that is what it is. Because, like, why am I spending the money on you? 
Mm-hmm. And with women have been taught to believe because they're pretty, we should buy them things. But no, it's the sex that comes with that. Hence why you have so many strained relationships. Because you being pretty means nothing without sex attached. I think it depends on the man. Those guys are usually the ones who are in the category where, unfortunately, we call them simps a lot. I call my boys, my twin boys a lot. I've curbed on them a lot because I'm like, y'all need to stop simping because I've had this conversation with them. Um, boys, y'all heard this. I hope y'all are tuned in. Y'all doing better now. But you, we knew y'all wasn't fucking. That was a go-to. That's why a lot of girls flocked to y'all because they knew for a fact you weren't going to try to have sex with them because they knew for a fact you wanted to wait till marriage, the both of you. However, these girls also knew for a fucking fact you would spend hella money on them and they would have to spend no money. Mm-hmm. So what's the fucking point? That's why I started having this badger because it's like, when we say it depends on the man, it's like, it does depend on the man because that man is rich and don't give a fuck about spending the money and he just wanted the, com- the companionship. Yes, that guy. But look for that guy. Don't make every man into that guy because that's because that's that naivety that's my community is constantly pushing back against all of it against. It's like, like here's the That's where it gets ta- toxic. That's because we don't because we us being the um, turn our emotions off community at the emotions on community. The woman who's gonna respond to this conversation, unfortunately, is gonna be the R-worded woman. So you gonna have a bunch of shit to say that's gonna like, no, because all I did was this. We ain't talking about you. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the nigga was toxic. We'll beat his ass today. Mm-hmm. But we talking about fuck dude, fuck dude ass. But <laughs> <laughs> but sis on your end is kind of making it look bad for you're making it look bad for her because you're actually making it so the next woman can't even talk up. You're the reason she can't talk up because you're being too loud. And you actually running us, the good guys, I'm going to say it, the good guys, because I'm going to listen to guys that all the girls call when crazy shit happens. I don't want to stand up for you. Because what you do when somebody do stand up for you. From a manatee, my boys, being innocent, simps, you over here saying, no, it depends on the guy. No, because you want a simp. You want a baby daddy. You want, uh, not a baby daddy. You want a sugar daddy. Yeah, stop. Women and receivers need to stop pushing sugar daddy culture. Because... We're in a literal, like, this is like a depression. Now where, hold the fuck up, Sam. I, <laughs> now hold up. Because I, I love my sugar daddies. Yes, but sugar daddies <laughs> need to be sugar daddy age. Uh, I don't know about that. Hear me out. Sugar daddy age is not 21. Sugar daddy age is not 17. Sugar daddy age is not 25. It depends on men. It literally does. How wait? Because that category is so fucking small. It's very small, and that's why I said that's why that's where it gets toxic. Because what we as receivers have done is maneuvered and figured out ways. I can turn a nigga into a sugar daddy, easy. There, I'm not gonna tell you the steps because that's none of y'all motherfucking business. But anybody that is on the receiving end of sex, at least most of the time. At least half the time, mm-hmm. okay? There are tactics. There are ways, and that's where it gets toxic because when you start developing tax tactics mm-hmm. and ways, maneuvers, that be, that's manipulation. It is. And most of you motherfuckers are not smart enough to do any of this shit. So y'all act... Or the, that's the only type of intelligence that you have. Because they, they're scammers and don't want to call it. Because I'm just getting back at men. Why are there so many women taking shit out on good guys? The good man that you just turned him into a bad man. 
It's the cycle. It's the endless cycle of hurt. Just because you was hurt, this nigga ain't do nothing. You just, those listening was like, yeah, I could turn a man to a sugar. No, a man in my community will, will drop dollars on you. Because anybody who's been with me knows. Well, That's what he wanted to do anyway. Anybody who's been with me knows we're good and goddamn well. Anybody I've been with, like, I bought a lot of shit for them. But I'm not a flashy person. So, no, y'all haven't probably seen anybody I've been with, with like, except for that one ex, because she was flashy. How about her clothes and wigs and hair? Because that's the shit she liked. You had me at wigs. I know exactly where we're at with it. But, like, my, uh, the actual, like the other women who I can say were probably, actually the real life, the other ones. No, you wouldn't see that with any of the other ones, because that's not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one staple you can say against any woman I've been involved with, anybody who's seen any of them. You might have seen her getting a little weight. Or you see her getting thick. Because this is now, we eating down. We eating good. Uh, you gonna eat. You gonna eat motherfucking good with me. <laughs> That's what we gonna do. We gonna be comfortable. One thing we gonna be is comfortable. We gonna eat. That's my spoiling. Because we want to spoil, but we only could, But in the day and age of 2022, where capitalism is, spoiling has to be different. So it was why I say it, was where I kept bashing that players club mentality to get use what you want to get what you want. Because a lot of folks hearing this is like, I've turned my man into this. No, you took a man that wanted to care for you. My boys I'm talking about, I've seen it happen. They were dating a lot of girls. It was cashing out on these bitches. I'm like, for what? There's no reason for you to buy her this many gifts if y'all not fucking. He was like, but it's not about sex. Like, it's not about the sex. It's about the intimacy level of your relationship. The fact y'all not having sex. I know y'all not having deep conversations either. Because mm. y'all not vulnerable. Not to say you have to fuck to be vulnerable, but there's a little level of vulnerability if you actually want to be emotionally involved with somebody and y'all having physical sex. Yeah. There's another level where I can I know what your booty holds. There's a like. there's a different octave to it when you're mm-hmm. vulnerable with somebody emotionally and sexually. It's a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm saying. Was it like How vulnerable do you think the average man is during sex? Extremely, and that's what makes it toxic for a lot. Of, where it makes it turn toxic, especially in those situations where I talked in one of those other episodes about like the really passable um, trans, and then like they getting attacked because that's when these men they, it turns all of the violence because they've been flirting, kicking it. I'm getting the girlfriend treatment because since you are trans, like most of the trans, most of the male to female trans I've met, I've been so fucking cool. They be like the, they start off with the girlfriend emotional connection treatment and then everything you were saying earlier about how like um, the way I talk about stuff and the, the first date type of conversation like that makes so much more sense why in my community how we can so easily get like the guard gets let down because if I think you a woman like oh damn shorty fuck me she really paying attention to what I'm talking about mm-hmm. why she understand my thought process so well well I'm nigga <laughs> <laughs> But for real, and it works, and that's what fucks them up instantly. Cause it's like I'm vulnerable, I'm ready. It's like we finna do it. Let me see if Shorty got that. Yeah, that's Bay. Mm-hmm. You got a what? And sis definitely got that snatch. And but you ain't gonna know it because if you in the Harding category, where you ain't never even thought about being with a with a trans. We ain't even say the man. Most of us thought about it. like no, we've been approached by overly aggressive men because men, we oh man, we that's whatever. <laughs> so we all we know was again the R word culture <laughs> and the uh, culture. These motherfuckers is crazy. Oh my god, I don't understand how anybody in your community is getting shit done. Like why do y'all want to be straight guy chasers? That seems dangerous and scary. Cause oh, yes. 
and is. I quit a job because that man stalked me around the neighborhood. Everybody uses a blowjob. Sir, sir. Can you stop talking to me like that? Stop following me around. It's that good mixture of femininity and masculinity. Oh, I'll chop your ass up. I'm a man about it. Very direct. No emotions, but like at the same time, very catty. I'm a DL chaser bait. Mm. They love it. They love. I, what is that category even called? The guys who want straight guys. Your community want specifically straight guys who are straight. I don't even think we have a name for that because it spans across all <sighs> genders and all fucking um, inclusionary zones. Let's call it that. I don't know what else to say. At all, right? Because it's just a thing. Like it's a. I don't want it because it's because it's toxic. You know, like like the best case scenario. I can and think. that's weed. No delta. Straight gas. <laughs> I know he is <laughs> I like both. Don't get because Delta Me too. Pretty, it's pretty cheap. The carts are cheap. I like the Delta 8 charge. It'd be like 15 bucks <clears throat> for like a gram fucking cart. Like, this will get me through work. Yeah, I'm going to get 3Ds. <laughs> right? Like, this is, this is my work here. Mm-hmm. Get baked this fuck off. They're all through the other shit. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> but yeah, the straight chasers. I don't know. Because that might also be a phase. I was about to say, in the best case scenario, there's that aspect of those who um, know they they have the pit of despair about the capitalism and the money, money pit we're in where they know they won't ever be able to afford the surgery. Mm-hmm. So they want to make the full transition, but they know they can't afford it. So they kind of living in the, time, in the mindset of let me be with who I want to be with if, I, if money wasn't an issue mm-hmm. type thing in an oversimplified way. There's enough programs and shit now that hosts don't even have to too much worry about the money. Now it's literally a choice. Do you decide to go through transition or not? Because we got Harvey Milk. There are a slew of programs and systems in place for our people, which is something that um, cishet black people slash black men, and I'm I'm excluding black men and elevating them in the, on this subject because it. It just seems to hit men harder the fact that because of our sexuality we get shit like programs and a flag and a month and, and so on and so forth. It just seems seems to hit men harder, but I have absolutely heard equally homophobic women and, and so on and so forth too. So it's absolutely not exclusively men, but there's so many programs and shit in, in place now that if somebody doesn't transition, most likely it is a choice. They're <coughs> choosing not to. And we go. We definitely need. To, we're gonna bring some people in on this one because as we're at the point of 2022, where both communities can sit down and have to talk. We just at the point ultimately where we want to oppress the oppressors. And I know what I'm gonna make the thumbnail. It's all clap back yeah. for this episode because I sent my co-host a video because it makes no sense that in 2022. Let's watch it. You know, I still didn't watch it. In private. Let's watch it as a unit. Is that porn? <coughs> Not that far. <coughs> I text it to you, didn't I? Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'm going to describe it to you. <coughs> I'm going to show you their faces. Because in, what was it, last week? <coughs> Damn. This man <coughs> saw a U-Haul truck. Everybody white. You see how relevant this is going to be. 
in Iowa or Idaho, I believe, one of those states. Um, yes, yeah, Idaho, they definitely. <coughs> Whichever one had pride this past weekend. Had a pride, um, they did. So a man saw a U-Haul truck, was like, called the police, making a scene, was like, hey, y'all need to pull this U-Haul over. This is some real suspicious activity, whatever, what have you, gave the plates. Cop pulled the U-Haul over in traffic, thinking it's just gonna be like somebody with too much shit or somebody's in the back holding on to, you know. Also, it's probably somebody in the back riding, holding Orgy. on to some shit. <coughs> when they pulled this truck over, the 32 men I just showed you were in there with full riot gear, tactical gear, with those fucking with their faces covered, Ooh. with those uh, Make America Safe Again shirts, because they were clearly about to definitely go to the, they were en route to Pride, because they're fucking, you all was like decorated with like Pride shit. They were going to Pride. They were definitely about to start some shit at Pride. Uh -huh. They had all these niggas zip tied on the fucking grass, like just mm -hmm. on their knees, like what the fuck was y'all doing? Now I will say this, <laughs> no matter what the fuck we say, Black men don't do no bullshit like that. that is, that's what? You might get a bicker. You might get some shit talked to you. You, oh, yeah. you know, maybe. But we ain't rolling up. Motherfuckers ain't doing, especially you're not no group. You're not going to get no group of 32 niggas mm -hmm. together because. No. No. You have to be hard pressed. You have to be like in Jamaica or something. One of those places. You'd have to be somewhere like that. But it's really one of those cultures where they're still killing them, like killing y'all, like. Where's a deep, profound, uh, spiritual, even religious thought process and programming? That's the only way. But that's that's what it is for white America, though. For them, it is a deeply ingrained spiritual and religious thing for the common white man and woman. Um, I, it, you know, maybe we should have a white queen on too because I don't really. I'm not at all versed because my blackness comes before my gayness. You know, I'm not at all versed on the intricacies of white gay. But I know they have their shit too because their community in a lot of ways is even more bigoted than our own. <coughs> the bigotry in the black community comes strictly from Christianity, which... Yeah. Hold on. It comes strictly from... The Christian churches from the from the black Christian churches and yeah. set up, and I believe honestly, if we was to dial this back here. <clears throat> I had a conversation with a young man, and I had a conversation with um, preacher at back to back interviews. I did just a lot of interviews. Um, we was talking about that, and it ha you can't deny. We know that we know the whole slave thing. Us as black men, we was getting fucked by them white slave masters. Breaking the butt. Breaking the butt because the dicks were bigger and our white and their wives wanted us. And we could beat the shit out of them and they knew for a fact the only reason that we couldn't is because they had guns. Mm -hmm. So they was fucking the shit out of us. So we have that culture that evolved from the church. So stealing we power. Ste right. Stealing the power, right? Right. So that we had the black church grew from the slave times. Mm -hmm. So of course, what do you think we're going to preach against? Yeah, we have to absolutely and, and I, I'm so happy that you segued there because I want to make this extension to all of our black Christian listeners. I am not Christian, not even close. I absolutely understand Christianity at its depths. The history of it, the, the book itself, we can go round for round. That's neither here nor there. I want to implore our Christian listeners to be a part of this obvious change that's happening in the black, co in the black church. <coughs> if 
you want the black church to be able to survive how society is changing and how we as individuals and as a culture are changing I think shit like this has to be thought about on a very deep level we have to if you want black Christianity to continue to survive and even thrive in our culture we're going to have to go through with a comb and re-examine how we were taught what we were taught and so on and so forth the historical context mm-hmm. I always say historical context is supreme it is the number one thing that you need to understand no, before facts, you facts. subscribe to any fucking thing no, facts. that goes with before you decide what grocery store you want to go to and spend your money and give them do you want to give Walmart your money and they support child slavery like do you want to do that historical context is supreme is. and when it comes to this that's something that absolutely Absolutely needs to be reviewed or I don't know what's going to happen to the future of the world as a whole it has to be because it, it, quiet is kept the future of niggas I'm talking black Americans mm-hmm. is the future of the world yeah. we influence everything and we're one of the tiniest populations on this fucking planet one of the tiniest cultures and ethnic groups on this planet meanwhile we influence more than 90% of what happens on this fucking globe because black America is the culmination of all of everything, of everything and everybody we've mixed it all and we're here we've yeah. got the melt folks we can't let look me, to what let we us not, others let us not give too much credit because I there's a time stamp because this is a, a bite all of this Everything after the number I sent you is fucking bites. Um, actually, um, we'll go through the number for the world's view, for the religion view. We are now take it back even more. One of the disclaimers I have to give out and have to keep giving myself is we we give us as a academic, educated people give the world give everybody too much credit for understanding. Mm-hmm. So we're saying um, to dial it in a little bit. Um, for the um, for this religious kind of talk we're saying for the um, for the towards the whole world and the state of everything we're saying religion has to evolve there are a lot of places where it hasn't and we see um, a lot of the cultures who are running over because I know in a lot of the um, as we know a lot of the more oppressed cultures where they still have the women genuinely oppressed is because they haven't evolved their religion or even that their religion evolved with the times. Mm -hmm. And that's where they still have that oppressed state. Now, in a lot of those places, they are doing the nitpick and choose the best parts. Mm -hmm. Because now they are at a point where they're letting women, they have time to get to women with a voice in most of those places. Mm-hmm. And they're still nitpicking out there, but you still yeah. are like female politicians mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So we're reaching there. So, but like it's it's but it, it, it's a lot of killing they did to get there. Mm-hmm. Like they never stopped. A lot them. of blood had to be shed to get to that understanding. Something that is inherent to we've, us. We've been in a cold war. That's the thing. And the civil war happened mm-hmm. where we on our land on our soil we saw blood. We didn't do that, you know? It was like, we shouldn't do this again. And we did it to ourselves. We did it to ourselves. And it was like, we're not going to do it to ourselves. Remember, we we dropped the sun on Japan. So we don't like shit on our soil. <laughs> we don't like shit happening here. Mm-hmm. They blew up three boats. We dropped the sun. We've been in a cold war with ourselves to try to prevent the bloodshed. Because that is the turning tipping point that has to happen. 
unfortunately, because with mankind cannot change until we are at the precipice of our destruction, meaning until we're at the point of a tipping point. So some crazy shit happens is when we can tip over because a ruling body never know, never will accept that they're evil because it works. And the body right under, it's, my middle class is about to disappear soon. You're either low class or you're high class or rich. Honestly. You're either rich or you're poor. Honestly. Or you're wealthy and nobody knows who you are hmm. at all. Factually, because it's the world is too fucking complicated. So religious people were saying we want to bring in a lot more Christians to talk topics because a lot of information is just regurgitated. And we're, we're, what I personally, I am, I grew up in the church. Everybody's a deacon or a, or a preacher. Every single person that raised or changed my diaper gave a sermon. Has <laughs> given a sermon in these past two years. So, boom, we can go back and forth. Why so angry? Is all I'm always asking because there's only ten commandments that are like we're supposed to carry from the Old Testament to the new ones, and they're all real basic, <laughs> real regular stuff that most people adhere to. Real simple, just not kill a motherfucker, don't steal from a motherfucker, you know, don't covet me, you know, little simple shit. Don't cheat on your wife. <laughs> don't cheat with nobody else's wife. That's that simple. It's really basic. That's what we carry over. We took a lot of these stories out of context. A lot we uh, we've all seen this tweet or Facebook post. Why is our generation leaving the church? Because we go to church, pastor will read a scripture and then talk for two hours and nothing he says will be saying that I need to do came from that scripture. Like, how the hell did you just tell me I need to stop smoking, I don't need to drink, I don't need to be gay? One thing you quoted to me was that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and that whosoever did shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Somehow in there, you got that we need to not do a bunch of shit. What the fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know it's probably not PC for me to say what the fuck after I just quoted that scripture, like the famous scripture. The capital I always wonder how people thought God didn't cuss. You think we invented some words that he or she didn't? We established curse words so we that can establish... they didn't. <laughs> right? That's not... I love fantasy. I love H.P. Lovecraft because he said it the best. It is naive as fuck for us to believe that there's a cosmic being who can snap existence into into existence. For him to think it is paying attention to every little dot mm-hmm. that we are. We're an experiment. Yeah. This is not... <laughs> there's an end goal. There's a midpoint. There was a beginning. But there is... The rest of that is up to you variables. I was watching a... Um, it wasn't a documentary, but a short video on YouTube. It was a guy who created a, a computer program that will follow the steps of evolution, but it used dots and the, and the colors just changed. And he was showing how if you just randomly let things go along with what we know evolution to be now, you eventually develop patterns, behaviors, uh, trends, groups, cultures, ethnic, you know, the shit that translates from those dots that change colors to we humans that changed colors throughout history and continue to. It literally shows how these things that we experience develop naturally with those rules. And I think that um, is the part that forces most people to be of the belief that there had to be a designer. There had to be someone, something, or some people Mm-hmm. who planned every little yeah because mm-hmm. it's organized mm-hmm. because it has the nerve mm-hmm. to be organized and produce results so people um, most people can't supersede the thought of knowing that that is real 
but also that it doesn't have to be created. There doesn't have to be the idea of a beginning or a singular or a separation, Mm -hmm. you know? There doesn't have to be that idea, but we've been educated in that way culturally for, at this point, thousands of years. And then again, the, don't want the conspiracy black folks to hear it or the conspiracy people to hear it and be like, yeah, that's, don't get triggered. Because in the best case scenario, again, we're always, we're just trying our best. Yeah. With the information. We what have. else can you do? That's right. What else can you fucking do? That's we just fucking figuring it out. It's do made the it. best with what you got right now. <laughs> I, man. What do we know right now. That's yeah. why I want us to stop demonizing everything. Let's take, we stop demonizing sex. We'd actually we'd fix the world a lot because everybody stopped using if everybody stopped using it as a weapon, we can start enjoying it. Just imagine mm. if the entertainment industry stopped weaponizing sex alone. Just yeah. imagine if TVs, shows, ads, uh, even um, like regular videos and shit. What if desexualization on a media level wasn't forced? Like not like no. Some shit you see in the movies where everybody's wearing the same suit, wearing gray and shit, and everybody's covered up. Not like no weird shit like that. But what if they just stopped? And stop making it so forced. Just stop using titties as a tactic to get 18 to 45-year-old men to buy something. What if you just stopped? Stop telling the 14-year-old boys, try hard, learn hard, and you get a beautiful wife. Yeah, what if you just stopped making religious ideas of heaven... Be about having seventy-two virgins. You want seventy-two brand new pussy? That's a, sounds horrible. That sounds hor- sounded horrible to me immediately. Oh man. Yeah, you know. So. Not dissing nobody's religion. We're literally talking about the literal aspect of having an army of virgins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's all of Islam or if that's just a couple of couple kind of sects mm-hmm. inside of it. I don't know if all areas of Islam, if that's their Mm-mm. ideology, but... All the religions be preaching that virgin shit. In some way, shape, or form, because the Christian heaven is pure and white, and there's singing, and there's this idea of just innocence and, and freedom, and, and, you know, so on and so forth, which, psychologically speaking, still ties very intimately to sex. It scares me. I'm gonna I'm gonna softly touch on this, and we're gonna wrap up. Cause I feel like you people have got a little bit of the taste of how we've set this shit up. Cause I'm a preacher's kid. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest horror stories I ever heard was the way they said eternal life is gonna be set up. <laughs> Truly, you mean it? Anybody who grew up in a church, the thing about them Sundays where you was in that bitch, where you was there. You was young, you was in children's church, and then when you went to you when you went to the bathroom or something, you peeked in the big people's church and they was in there shouting. It was hot, it was loud. Think about when you probably became a junior highest age and, and you would got to be in the big people's church and they got to shouting and they shouted forever, then the preacher talked for hours, then they shouted some more, and then it was loud. And then it was, I'm saying it like this on purpose, people. Mind, I'm a musician, so I get paid a lot for those shout sections. <laughs> you know, the longer that goes, I get paid more. Uh-huh. But you mean to tell the way they described heaven to us was it's going to be just like church. Hmm? <laughs> eternity is church for eternity? 
What? That's it? You mean to tell me for the rest of... I don't of, know about that. They talking about all we're going to do for the rest of eternity is sing praises to God. So you mean to tell me I get 60 to 80 odd years of doing anything else and then literally... I have to sing forever? Just for literally... Forever is a long time. So that's what we got to do, sing forever. We get to be angels with wings and halos and cosmic energy. You mean to tell me we don't get to do nothing else but be a choir rehearsal? But you know what? I think that's also... Uh, I don't know. Because that's not in the Bible. That, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's there. And I think that's one of those things that has to be examined. Because why wouldn't a slave owner tell a slave-ass preacher to tell his other slave-ass individuals that when you die, if you a good slave to me, mm-hmm. you're going to go be a slave to him too. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't... That's crazy. That be right? the narrative, you right? know? Why wouldn't that be the thing that's being? I mean, duh. So that's one of the things that needs to be reexamined. We need to talk because a lot of stuff sounds crazy. Or a lot of things <laughs> that push people away, and I'm not saying crazy as in like people think you're a psycho. There's a lot of stuff that like me. Whenever I talk about a lot of stuff, things I'm a house dad. It pisses me off. For folks to say anything about me, but I need to be chasing bags and I need to be provided and making sure I'm doing this, that, the third, the fourth, the fifth. Because y'all are all saying that I'm not shit because that's what you're saying. I'm not shit because I'm not the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. The bills are paid because the missus does, but I literally do everything else. Mm-hmm. That bothers the fuck shit out of me. Fluidity. Oh my God. Like That's why I say like we take that word away so we can stop thinking about it so everybody can stop thinking, oh, you're a man. You're supposed to make the most money. Why? Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking entertainer and a chef. My, my, I went to school to be a fucking band director. My mm-hmm. woman has a fucking IT degree. Who makes more money? I mean, come on. Like, come the fuck. Come the fuck. During the frame of time when she was getting her promotion, I sat out to take work off because we couldn't have consistent babysitters. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't keep asking off work. I, so I just wound up having to sit out work. So of course I had to gap in my employment. We got to fucking apply for apartments. Everybody turning their heads at me. What you mean you had no employment? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was taking care of my kid. I was dad. Right, like somebody has to watch the fucking child. We ain't got no family out here. She's at that stage. <laughs> Constantly watched. Constantly have to have eyes in an ear. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's no. There's no time in between. Like, what did y'all... Like, it is so fuckery. I showed up when she was pregnant when I was working my ass off. I showed up with this pregnant woman. We damn near didn't even have to do no fucking paperwork. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, y'all got it. Go ahead, move in. She don't need no job. She pregnant. Like, the fuck? Come the fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's deep. Come the fuck. It's Yo, so institutional. And I'm, everybody who heard the story, I want you to hear the statements that you yourself have said to the men in these situations. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about the statement. The you, proverbial the, you. The proverbial y'all. Because, like, listen to the rebuttal you have for me currently. Yeah. Evaluate yourself. Listen to what you're saying in your head that you may or may not even be saying out loud, but you still thought it is still a bias that needs to be addressed. It do- Let me list something up. Because I'm saying it. I'm going to keep saying shit out loud. It bothers me. I need to be the breadwinner. You the man. You're supposed to be the provider. You the man. You su- Like, first of all, why wouldn't you just want to? That. That's the one. Because mm-hmm. that's always the rebuttal. Mm-hmm. And like, but so you, did you add anything to this? Mm-hmm. You answered answer my question with a question. 
But you answer my question with a stalemate question. Mm-hmm. So you have nothing to add to this. You just know because I'm a man, I'm supposed to make more money. So do you live in the real world? Does anyone live in the real world? Uh-huh. Where are all these jobs at where every single man can guarantee make more money than this woman? Mm-hmm. You know, half of y'all like nurses and shit. Half of y'all are these other great fucking positions and shit. So where are these men? <coughs> black women are the most educated group in America now. They're becoming... You know, black men are the most involved fathers in America. We are breaking because we're breaking the fucking stigma. Because the generation before us... I think it's because we only believe it was real in the first place. Yeah, I don't think it was any of that shit was ever real. <laughs> it, I it, at a point I'm sure it was, but it's because we was we didn't want it. That generation of women were the generation that was the big was the biggest fucking liars. They're the generation who swears up and down because your daddy ain't shit. No, we seen it all them fucking Tyler Perry films. That nigga when you said you was pregnant, he gave you money for an abortion. You said no, he said I'm not with you, and y'all broke the fuck up. He told you he didn't want no kids. Y'all talked about it beforehand. That's that generation that raised us. Mm-hmm. So we know not to lie about it. Mm-hmm. But I know that's what's co-parenting is big as fuck right now in our generation. And I love it. Because mm-hmm. we're at that generation, I don't want to be with you, but we can raise this kid. But mm-hmm. well, we got this baby though. We got this baby. Mm-hmm. Everybody kicking it. I'm seeing the mom, the girls is kicking, the moms is kicking it, the husband's dead, the mm-hmm. all of that. I'm loving it. We are breaking the stigma because like, because that part, you're right. This shit wasn't real. It was yeah. the lies that nobody wanted to talk about. Like, yeah. y'all was lying. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that these niggas wasn't shit. They didn't like you. It was a whole situation. It was a whole movie to this. It was a whole situation. Yeah, he had he was another pregnant, family. But when you was pregnant, the last time y'all saw each other was you burning his house down. There's a lot of y'all that got older siblings. Mm-hmm. That your daddy allegedly cheated on your mama to get. What you think? That you have an older siblings. Was your mom the main? Cause you say, oh, he had a second family. Who was the second family of all of your like, siblings are older than you? Who is actually second? That's the fucked up part. But even still, even if you were part of the group that's the oldest, the gag kids. We know now as adults, shit can be so complicated. So complicated. You been with the same person for five years. Y'all break up. Boom. You fuck with somebody. That motherfucker. Now y'all got a baby on the way. Yeah. You and your you and your old thing, your original thing, get back together. But now you got to break it to them. Ooh. Now as a woman, you might have to be confronted with the idea of do I even tell them or do I just fuck him on the first night mm-hmm. so then you know when I'm start showing and shit the assumption is there I don't ever really have to address it Ugh. you know as a man you're like mm, I have to mm-hmm. tell her this is my fiance I gotta tell her yeah when we was broke up Mm. <laughs> you know so it's very complicated but we know shit like that is real now like you mm-hmm. fucking know my parents be telling me shit now like oh my god y'all was out here living y'all fucking lives like y'all oof, I can't believe y'all but look at me but doing the same shit everybody listening got nieces nephews non-blood nieces nephews blood nieces nephews y'all got them friends really think about how you gonna have to talk about how you tell your nieces and nephews how your parents met and I can't 
can't wait for summer. Oh, some of y'all, ain't, I promise y'all ain't gonna say it today at least like in their twenties, so I can really tell them the truth. Like y'all, they was fucking. Yeah, that's what happened. Your mama nasty. Your- Stop telling me about Uncle Sam. No, your mama fucking nasty. Right. Her ass was a freak. <laughs> she was, <laughs> but he was a freak too, and they start freaking together. They got to get in. That's that where you it. come from. That's why you're awesome. Though. And then once, <laughs> once you came, they really calmed down. That really be the story that we. <laughs> <laughs> they really calm down. They just focused on you. That's it. Meanwhile, no. When we was in our early 20s, you was a hoe. No. Uh, Trains. Now, you wonder why your mom was so strict on you. Only fans, stars. Oh, my God. Even before that, we had Twitter. We had Tumblr. Many vids, right? It was many vids, really, before OnlyFans. Ooh, meow. I ain't know about many vids. You old school freak. I'm a boy. <laughs> you just throw it back nasty, nigga. Um, been around for a while. <laughs> when I finally got my hands on the internet, it was really down here once I got to college because I was selling porn like by the by like the terabyte. How are you to girls mostly? I mean, yeah, that's the great, and it was pregnancy porn. Breeding and pregnancy porn, both stages of it. They love to watch, of course, like cream pie gang bangs and like pregnant women getting towed up. That's like the big fucking seller. You know what that? It's strange to me in my mind. However, it does make sense. A little bit, right? It does make sense. So that's like the the staple of owning. Yeah, because why wouldn't you? Not even just that, but like as a woman, if one day I'm gonna get pregnant and I'm gonna feel ugly and fat and unattractive and. I want to know it's men out here that still want to fuck bitches like that. Fair. <laughs> okay. I want to know it's men out here that still fuck bitches like that. So when I get pregnant, I'm about to give him this beautiful life. And I got this nine to ten months of looking fucking crazy with a fat ass nose. He still gonna want this motherfucker because he gonna beat it up. You see how he did on the um. Sam just sent me another terabyte girl. You know. <laughs> I got a knock for this one because that wood nymph whenever you want it. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to miss that get get the nose when she was pregnant. Oh, I was talking so much shit. I was at work. I didn't know it was a flex. First off, I didn't know it was a flex to not be ashamed of your baby mama mm. and actually be attracted to them. I didn't know that was a flex. The yeah. nigga star was like, I'm not carrying. I'm not carrying. I'm over here like, what's happening? Why does this nigga got an attitude with me? Okay. What the fuck did I say? Cause I yeah like I'll show you photos of her when she was pregnant like well you would yes she was what huh like I didn't even understand that was a thing no dude showed me a picture of her like, oh damn she was one of the pregnant ladies that had the nose mm-hmm. oh yeah Ugh, she blew up oh that's where you up oh, damn sorry she had cankles oh. cause may or may not bounce back may or may not that'd be the fuckery. That be and I know that be a lot of fucking a lot of dudes heads up because they had these knockouts like knockouts with the dudes who like them skinny broads. I'm gonna say y'all you niggas got a. Um, I just released that skinny as hell episode too. <laughs> like, I saw it. Like yeah. skinny as hell. I forgot that was edited. But for the guys who like the skinny girls, that probably has to be a shock to your motherfucking system. They don't even be big. Mm-hmm. Like this girl's like I'm so big. I'm like fold your little ass up. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> But it's. <laughs> I told you, I'd be at work. The missus knows, so don't nobody be like, he be talking. I do. She worked with me. Mm-hmm. And nobody knew we were together either. She had hoes flirting with me, and I didn't even know it. 
till we left the damn place. I was mad as hell. Like, girl, you wanted to see her titties. You tell me that's what your plan is. Nope. So we can have her full of titties out. Because I'm over here being just being work, being work um, smooth about it. So I'm, I'm keeping a distance, bitch. <laughs> like, I could have been playing along. I called her bitch several times. And if she, and I go home today, I'm going to bring this up. We're like, because God damn it, because we could have had the nudes. We could have had them the first day. We could still her be looking at titties. They'd have been in the vault. Because she had some knockers on her. She wanted you and me. That's the bullshit. But she thought she had to pick. Because she thought she thought she was my sister. Or so she thought we were related. The way she was talking about it. She thought we were related. She thought, oh, I can't have y'all together. She wanted both of us. Mm-hmm. We could have had some time with her. <laughs> we could still be sharing these memories. Because you, you wanted her more than I did. I just wanted to see him. I saw you, how many bras she had. I did. I'd have been happy sitting in the sitting in the room just looking. If I didn't be a facilitator, I hear it's a dick here. If y'all need it, <laughs> but do um, do your thing. Don't mind me <laughs> unless you need to mind. Let me know what my part need to be in this, <laughs> and that's where we at. Because I did a big fan. Leaf, what up, <laughs> fan? You motherfucker. What's up? <laughs> you know what? It just awakened something in me. I think I'm gonna make one of my niggas do that. Cause harem should be a thing. I, cause I don't have like a sub bone in my body, but it's certain levels of like. If you've you've watched a Black Butler, mm-hmm. anybody who's seen Sebastian McCandless was dick and hoes. And if you don't know he was dick and hoes, whenever he said he marked the soul, he just fucked the shit out of them. <laughs> That's why they were putting their clothes back on. Cause I was watching it with people. They're like, no, he didn't. Why was she putting her clothes on? Cause he marked the soul. What your clothes got to do with the soul? With his dick. <laughs> do y'all get it? <laughs> I'm gonna watch Black Butler. I'm man. finna watch that shit in all third tomorrow. It's gonna be my thing. That is what I'm doing my chainmail linking. When I get back in the swing, so I'm gonna get a bunch of links, jump rings today. So I'm getting, I'm giving my stitch. Okay, because small. I'm just I'm starting small. Because I would up. definitely like to adorn that for the fall. I'm getting. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get. I'm hopefully. I'm getting. It. <laughs> I'm gonna get my stitching together and see what I can get back to. I gotta get because mm-hmm. you know what that shit can be. It's like you know. Well, I don't know. So I don't know. Getting just you know getting getting back on the horse because it's been oh, so yeah. many years. It's been how long has it been? Oh, so long before I, I had carpal tunnel. Well, this was before I was a fucking flute major. This is like single digit years. Like this is like the end of high school, beginning of central. We're talking single digit two thousands. Wow. Yeah. I feel like you're going to be really proficient, though. Uh, it wasn't as rough. I just know I need to sit with, like, a few YouTube videos up and, like, so those can hear the little, like, don't do this, don't do that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like, because it's, it's little, it's little fucking rings. You have one ring facing the wrong way, it'll throw the whole fucking thing off, and it just won't, ugh. That's it's like knitting. Like, you'll just be like, you'll see that one square off to the side, but since it's chain mail, it won't, it'll just make the whole fold wrong. None of it'll... It'll Everything will be fucked up. Versus it sitting like flat rings, it'll be like protruding. Mm. 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 Yeah, no. So yeah, that's I all, I'm gonna have to take the longest with this initial part getting that, so I don't have that issue. It'll be I fucked. need to get back into my pottery. Yes. It's, you know. But people's. What's the thing? We got so much to talk about. We like to set it up for casual combo. If you're one of those people who um. Eat. Who likes background noise? You like to be social, but you don't like to be social all the time. We're setting this up for you. It's a casual convo. We chatting up to talk. You want to listen? You want to come on and talk? Come join us. Please do. We're not being preachy. 
We're not dissing most other podcasts or anybody else because everybody has to think. I love Pink Book Lessons. I love um, the Officer Tatum. Pink Book Lessons, she's awesome. She gives a lot of that feminine uh, point of view, shouting, like, shouting out a lot of the um, 304 women, a lot of those bad generations passing on that um, cycle of abuse, really, between the generations. Officer Tatum, he's definitely a black Republican, old retired cop. But he gives the right perspective on a lot of the things. Like, he actually, you know, like, Is hey. Is that the guy you showed me? Yeah, he just be screaming real loud, real alpha about it. Yeah, I don't know if I like him. I, I like the information he delivers because it's like, I know if he says the thing, like, if he reports on a cop thing, he will actually, he actually did the research. He actually went and saw the body cam footage and be like, okay, this happened. And he will actually say what happened, even if it's fucked up. But it's like, y'all not going to make it extra race. Mm-hmm. More race. His platform is not making it more race fueled or more gender battle fueled than it actually is like stop making that the front of it like that's not what this was because this other thing is what that is mm-hmm. so don't make this that mm-hmm. focus on the actual issue that's what he, that's why I like it it just he's packaged it let's bring him on oh if we and he'd be meeting with actual fucking um, politicians and shit hopefully right we gonna get there but Shout out to those guys, but you have your people like Fresh and Fit, who are Kevin, not knocking Kevin Samuels' angle, but they have Fresh and Fit, they bash people. They're one of those, like, we don't date Shaniquas and Shanaynays. Like, y'all are just dishing black women for what? Like, these niggas had a, they were the recent one that had everybody bashing them. Um, oh, alpha men don't make their women come. They don't focus on that. If you come, you come. Like, what? Huh? Whoa, 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 okay, whoa. So this can't be real. And they got a lot of people, they swear up and down that their podcast took off and they got big because they helped me with finances. No, your podcast got big because you bring women on and you bash them. Yeah, it's controversy. Co- right, it's hot take controversy bullshit. But if we all know that, then I don't even know why we communicate. We not we not here for that. This proverbial use, not here for that DTM network, you see any of these hashtags you, we not here for that, we here for a casual convo, we not preaching that you, we here to talk yeah we just want to talk, have some conversations have some shots couple shots, couple cocktails a lot of weed a whole lot of weed, whole lot of weed hit a couple hookah pins <laughs> just all that, we gonna, we gonna do, do this skincare routine, oh man we gonna do this but people, um, thank y'all for anybody who decides to tune in for the Lovely, 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 lovely people who decide to take the time out to listen to us. We love you. If you don't realize it yet, know one thing that we are your number one fan. We Like a Taliban Started from nothing No introduction Went to the kitchen Hopped in the oven Got three for the 50 It ain't no discussion Take it or leave it I gotta keep trucking I'm sorry I gotta keep moving Some say my life is a movie Drugs got me feeling woozy Feeling slide on the group All my life All I wanted was a check All this ice hanging around my neck The bitch ain't want the money All she wanted was the sex I ain't never stop Until I know that I'm the best All my life All I wanted was a check All this ice hanging around my neck The bitch ain't want the money she only wants the sex. Yeah, ain't never stop until I know that I'm the best. Don't yeah. win, no win, no win. We came from the bottom for fun, and the way to go get it. Go get it. Hey. Now we on top, nigga. Now we put on for our city. Yeah. Hey. Two for say, Huncho, you get it, LeBron. Can't wait till the day.